0: Praise the Lord, Amen. Hey, take your hands and say, "I just cast off all the, the 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 things of this past week right now in the name of Jesus. I cast it off in Jesus' name." Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Come on, you're blood bought, blood washed. Thank the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Say, I, I, as I cast that off, I pick up what the Lord has for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, glory be to God. Now, the only way this service will work this morning is that you just get on board with the Lord and, uh, just go with Him this morning. Amen. Say, I'll go with the Lord. Uh, Brother Josh and I were talking before church and he said, What are going to do? I said, I don't know. I said, I, uh, the, the Spirit of God just gave me some scriptures and I've got them marked here and we're just going to see. Uh, because He changed what we were going to do. Uh, so, uh let's let's look at some things go with me if you would you know these scriptures very well just for delay for a text to to see the direction god wants to go john chapter 10 and um let's start reading in verse number seven and we'll look at some things this morning uh i had brother josh look up that um uh old game show cuz when i was over here praying in tongues i i, I saw that uh Marty hall but i couldn't i couldn't think of the game show you remember that old game show in the 70s and uh, you know you said it's called let's make a deal where they they gave you three doors and you and you chose which door you you, you and whatever was behind that door is what you got well, today the Spirit of God said, uh, that you and I need to come to the understanding that Jesus Christ, He has the keys of hell, death, but he's gave unto His church the keys of the kingdom. And so what we, we need to know how to take, reach in your pocket spiritually speaking, and pull out your keys. Come on. You need to know that you've got keys. Keys represent authority. In other words, what have you got a key to? It's yours. Yes. You're authorized to use it. So this morning, we need to see that we can go into the enemy's camp and we can open up the door of death. We can open up the door of hell. And we can take back what the enemy has stole from us. But also, we've got the keys of the kingdom that we need to open up some doors in our own lives, our family's lives that that is already there in Jesus for us. Amen? Hallelujah. John chapter 10, verse number 7. Then said Jesus unto them, again, verily, verily, truly, truly, assuredly, assuredly. Uh, This is a judicial saying, like in a court of law. He says, verily, verily, I say unto you, I am, present tense, right now at this moment, the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. I am the door by me. If any man, any uh, man, woman, boy or girl enter in, he or she, they shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. They find the spiritual food that they need for their situation. Verse number 10, the thief cometh not, but for to steal, and to kill and to destroy. But I am come that they might have life. They might have Zoe. They might have life and they might have it more abundantly. How did he do it? Verse number 11. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. Say Jesus died for me. Died. Brother Donnie, would you pray? Yes. yes amen and amen thank you brother donnie thank you for being here this morning thank you for honoring the word i'm so thankful and grateful to be in the house of the lord with my brothers and sisters come on the family of god amen now uh about three o'clock, usually when I, I, I got, we get an idea of what's going to happen in the service, um, but about what the enemy starts doing. So about three o'clock, I don't know what was happening in some of your lives, but about three o'clock, uh, the devil walked in the door. And I started feeling oppression, and I started feeling confusion and, and trouble that he was trying to work, uh, in, in our, our church family's lives. And, uh, that oppression was there trying to, uh, to keep you and I from being, will be in the place to receive what God would have for us today. But aren't you great, aren't you glad that the God, our God is greater? You know, so whatever, uh, uh, oppression the devil brings, whatever level he brings, your God, my God, he has an anointing that is greater. Amen. That will break that off, that will destroy that. So this morning I want you to, to think about what Jesus has just said right here. He said that he was the door of the sheep. Well, you and I, we're uh, his sheep, and that means that we've got to make some choices in our life. And so this morning, if there's some situations in your life and my life that we're struggling in, we need to figure out uh, which key to use and we need to figure out how to uh, appropriate what's been gave to us. So Jesus is the door. That means that uh, even though that there, there, there's a door of hell, there's a door of death, and there's a door of the kingdom, uh, Jesus is, he is the king of every one of those doors. He supersedes whatever is behind them. He has the power, the authority. He has the author. From God the Father to allow you and I to be able to enter into those things. And some of those things we need to go in and retrieve, and some of those things we just need to uh, uh, to realize that because of our confidence in in the Lord, because of the grace and the mercy that He's gave us, we need to receive them, Amen. So that's what we're going to talk about. Is the Spirit of God would we'll just lay these scriptures out to your heart this morning. Uh, the the scriptures are going to be here to to uh, bring you a spiritual vision to cause your faith to be in that direction. The Spirit of God would have you to go, but. The the culmination of the service will be if you receive what he's saying, if you'll act on what he's saying this morning. Amen. All right. Now, he said, all that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. Uh, So, you know, right now we're in a situation in, in the world like I've never seen before. There is such a strong delusion upon people to believe a lie. And of course we understand that puts us in a prophetic timeline because uh Paul warned us uh by the unction of the Holy Spirit in Second Thessalonians chapter two. He said there's gonna come a time just before uh the man of sin, the Antichrist, is revealed that those who love a lie, they're gonna be gave over to strong delusion. And it's so crazy. You turn on your television, you get on the Internet or whatever, and you see the words coming out of people's mouths and you look at their eyes and you see the darkness is there because they cannot believe the truth uh if if Jesus went and knocked on their door at that moment because they're in a place where they have rejected all truth and they've embraced a lie. And because they love that lie, that lie has swallowed them up. And so we see where we're at in the prophetic timeline, but you and I, we've got to recognize that. That because we are of the truth, come on, say I'm of the truth. See, when you get born again, you're born by again by the Spirit of Truth, as Jesus called the Holy Spirit. And, and so uh, th- that truth is that you and I we need to recognize. uh Proverbs tells us uh, that there is a that, that you need to recognize the thief. And when you recognize the thief, what's been stolen from you, that you need to go and you need to expect it to be returned unto you. But not just that, you need to expect a sevenfold, a sevenfold return. Because some of you and I, we've lost a lot of time. And we need that we need the devour to be uh rebuked off our time. we need the time to be able to do what God would have us to do. Listen, the spirit of God is going to come uh and 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 move in a supernatural way like we never saw before the coming of the uh, of the Lord before the rapture of the church as some people want to call it, but before our gathering away uh before we're caught uh into the breath of life. Uh, we we need to know that but we got to see where we're at we got to see that God wants us to do some things and to accomplish some things and so I need to be able to do what he wants me to do I need to go to that door come on I need to get back some time I need to get back some health I need to get back some finances I need to get back some people Hallelujah. You and I, we have this ability. We have this opportunity. We have this authority to be able to do that. And, and, and so we need to be in that place where we where we start praying the word of God over situations. And we need to say, listen, I need a sevenfold return in this. I, I need uh, not just life, but I need this Zoe, this uh, more than abundant life that Jesus promised to give me. And to be able to get that, I myself am going to have to take the authority that Jesus gave me and have a kingdom life." have a mentality of living from the kingdom and i've got to go in to death and I've got to take back what the enemy wants to keep from me I, I i've got to let it god god has done the restoration work god has has made all those things possible but i've got to see what's mine amen and i've got to let it happen now let's let's go over and look at some scriptures uh go with me to the book of Colossians Colossians chapter 2, we're, we're covering the book of Colossians on Wednesday night. We're uh, fixing to start, start chapter 3, but uh, we just finished chapter 2, but I want you to look at verse 15. Colossians two, fifteen. Now, this is what Jesus done for you and I, and having spoiled principalities and powers. In other words, every level of the devil. Come on, that's a place to shout. See, see God has a hierarchy. And, and that hierarchy was, was the levels of authority and levels of responsibility. And, and the devil worked in that as, uh, Lucifer. And, but because the devil can't come up with anything new, when he pulled away a third of God angels, he just took God's hierarchy. He took God's, uh, plan and he, uh, appropriated it in his work of darkness. And, and so, so the devil's got levels and he's got, uh, Authorizations and, uh, his own anointings and, 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 deception and destruction and work, uh, that he would want to work in people's lives. But here, uh, we need to see that your Lord, my Lord, Jesus the Christ, he spoiled them. It didn't matter what level of devil you're going to meet. It's not going to catch Jesus off guard. Jesus has done met every level of the devil. Jesus meant the hierarchy, uh, king of death. He met the devil in the wilderness. Come on. Was he shooken in any way? No. What did he do? He told him, it is written. It is written. In other words, he kept speaking the keys of the kingdom. He kept speaking the word of God and he made a stand for you and I. And he was in all points tempted, yet he was without sin and he defeated the hierarchy of the devil. So uh, when Jesus went to the cross and he died on that cross, hell had a party. Come on, hell had a party. It's going to be the same way in the book of Revelation when the two witnesses are murdered. When they're killed, they're going to lay in the streets of Jerusalem and just like Jesus was was out for those three days. And they're going to lay there and the world is going to have a party. They're going to send gifts one to another. Well, hell had a party when it looked like Jesus had died. But what they didn't know, when the Bible says that if they had known what they were doing, they wouldn't have done it. So that means everything the devil is doing against you this morning. Come on, God, your father, Jesus, your savior, the Holy Ghost that lives in you. He doesn't knows all about it and he doesn't has an avenue. He doesn't have a, he has an antidote. He has the answer. He has the the way to bring you from where you're at to where God would have you to be. Amen? Amen. All right. And having spoiled principalities and powers. He made a show of them openly. In other words, the whole world knows we need to live like it. We need to let the devil know that we know what Jesus done. He made a show openly. In other words, what Jesus done, he uh, all the shame of my sin, of my shortcomings, of my uh sickness, of, uh, of of everything that was attached to me because of my rebellion away from God. Jesus took it on his cross and then he showed the devil what the word of God could do, what grace could do, what mercy could do. And he took all of that power, that authority that Adam and Eve had gave to him. He took it back. He took it back. He made a show openly. Notice what the word says. And he took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. But he made a show. That's verse 14. But verse 15, that that way we know that we're talking about the cross. In the cross is your victory. In the cross is my victory this morning. And so, uh, what we've got to do is we, we, we walk by the cross. We live by the cross. Come on. We recognize that, that, uh, the, that, that the cross was the start and then the empty tomb finished everything. And now we're living on this side of the empty tomb. Amen. This side of the cross. So when the devil comes and he tries to oppress you, depress you, he tries to push back against you and what God is trying to show you and say to you, just say, listen, I, I know about the cross. the tomb's empty. And I know the tomb's empty because Jesus is not there because he's he's right here. He's right here. He's right here. I'm not going to talk to you. I'm going to let the Spirit of God talk to you. I'm going to let the Word of God talk to you. I'm going to let my Lord and Savior deal with you. Amen? Come on. He made a show. He made a show. And so that means what he done once, he's going to do again. But now he's doing it through you. He's making a show of the devil in his own body. You're the body. That means every time the devil comes against you, Christ is still showing his resurrection. He's still showing his victory. Amen. All right. Go to Ephesians chapter four. Ephesians chapter four. Let's get this in our heart this morning. Uh Look at verse number. For sake of time, verse 8, Ephesians 4 and 8. Wherefore, he saith, when he ascended up on high, this is talking about your Savior, Jesus, the ascension of Christos, the anointed one. Wherefore, he saith, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive, and he gave gifts unto men. Now, think about what that's saying. He led captivity captive. The power of your Lord, my Savior, you're my, my savior, your Lord. Amen. Verse nine. Now that he ascended, what is it? But he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth. So just as assured that you and I are that Jesus, uh, that that tomb is empty in Jerusalem this morning, uh, we have the, that same assurance that when he come up out of that tomb, that he had a job to do. What did he do? He went to hell. He went to hell for you and I. He, now this makes the religious mad. This makes certain denominations want to fight you and they'll jump all over you. But just read the Bible. Just read the Bible. Amen. So he descended, <clears throat> he that is descended is the same also, verse 10, that ascended up far above all heavens that he might feel all things. So, G- to, to, you and I have got to see this. To get to the highest point that God wants us to, we've got to go first to the lowest point that we'll ever encounter. Jesus went to the depth of hell that he could what? That he go to the height of the throne. The Bible says, when I humble myself, uh, James 4, 1 Peter, uh, when I humble myself under the under the mighty hand of God, He will exalt me. Come on. So you and I, we gotta go low before we go high. And so that's what Jesus did. Jesus went, He went to the lowest sin. He went to the lowest part of rebellion. He went to the, 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 the hardest working of the devil on, on sickness. He went to the, 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 the most horrific death. He went to that, that deepest point that you and I can't even fathom. And he went and he destroyed that. He spoiled that from the devil for us. For us. This morning, there is nothing that can defeat the Christian if you'll hold on to Jesus. If you'll hold on to this word, this word is your life. This word is your pastor. P-A-S-T-U-R. It's your food. It's, it's what makes you strong. It's what brings you to the place of deliverance, the place of victory this morning. Amen. Amen. He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens that he might fill all things. So this morning, if you believe that Jesus is on the right hand of the throne, do you? Come on, let me see your hand. Come on, you believe that. Well, if you believe this, as sure as he done that, you have the assurance that he first had to go to the deepest depth of hell for you. Now, I want you to think about that. That means that when Jesus went to the deepest depth of hell, he went to the. Very last plan, contrivance, thought, method of operation of the devil. And when he walked through that last plan and operation of the devil, Jesus looked at it and he put it under his feet. Come on, whatever you're dealing with this morning, whatever you're going through, whatever's happening, whatever you're kindly wondering what's going to happen, how God's going to do something, know that Jesus has done walked on it. It's under his feet. He's done walked it out. And you and I this morning, all we've got to do is say, wait a minute, which door? Do I need to look at this morning? What key do I need to use this morning? Because I, I've let the, uh, the the devil lie to me. I've let him convince me of some things. I, I, I've, I've stopped short of walking into the next blessing, walking into the next promise, walking into the next provision. I repent of that. I renounce that. I rebuke that in Jesus name. And, and I'm going to use what God's gave me. Amen. Yes. It's available to us this morning. We've got to believe that. All right, go with me to the book of revelation let's make sure that we understand what jesus done in Revelation chapter one look at uh, verse seventeen revelation one seventeen and when I saw him this is this is John the beloved seeing the uh, Jesus in 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 this glory, and when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead, and he laid his right hand upon me, saying, fear not, I am the first and the last. Aren't you glad? Uh, So that's what Jesus, and that's what his message is, that's what the message of the Father is, that's what every angel that has always appeared, they always say what? Fear not or not don't be afraid uh, because I want a relationship with you I, I I have the answer for you I have your hope I have your confidence I have your your, your victory your deliverance now look what he uh, what his message was verse number 18 he said Jesus said I am now remember the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed so uh Moses said who do I say that sended me and he said uh, say I am is sending me. Ia, Asha, Ia. In the Hebrew. Say that's who's sending me. Well, in the, Reve- in the New Testament, we get the revelation of what he's talking about. Jesus is the great I am. Come on. He is the I am. And, and so you can study uh, and build your faith on the I am sayings of Jesus. And, and, and you'll just be blessed. You'll be encouraged. You'll be delivered in so many different ways. But he said, I am he that liveth. Zoe, I, I, I have the God kind of life. Because Jesus is saying, my life has come from the Father. I'm of the Father. I'm equal with the Father. I, you know what I'm saying? Because we've got the Godhead. They're all the same. They cannot be divided, but yet they're individual. I mean, it's hard for us to wrap our mind around it. But he, he said, I am that Zoe kind of lie. So that means that if you and I, if we pick up the keys that he's given to us and we walk through the door, we let him uh give us the pastor uh that he has for us. That means that's what we're going to have in our life is, is the God kind of things. I want the God kind of things, don't you? Come on, the devil wants to steal, kill and. Destroy those things out of your life and my life. But Jesus said, I gave my life that you might have them. Remember John 10 and 11. Come on. Jesus died that you could have all the blessings, all the promises. It's for you and I this morning. It's for us moment by moment. I'm he that liveth and I was dead. Necros. I was a corpse. Jesus said, I was a corpse. I literally become death for you don't you understand that this is so amazing J- the devil Satan is death Hebrews two fourteen. but Jesus said I was willing to go into where you had to go you had no choice you and I we were going to die not physically spiritually we had no hope no confidence and when everything was said and done if Jesus hadn't done what he did if you hadn't accepted that knock on your heart's door you were going to have a spiritual death spiritual death is separation from God for eternity But Jesus become that. Remember that what happened? Jesus is hanging on the cross three o'clock in the afternoon. Everything becomes black. Eli, Eli, Lama Shabbatani. Why have you forsaken me? Come on. There was a separation there. And, And Jesus done that for us. We never have to be separated from God again. Never. Because of what Jesus has done. So tell the devil he's a liar. It doesn't matter if I feel God or not, I am born of the word. You are born of the word. I'm part of God. God's a part of me. Amen. Don't tell those feelings. Hey, you shut up. I don't walk by you. I walk by faith. I walk not by sight. Amen. I am he that liveth and was dead. He done this for us. Look and behold, I am alive. I am Zoe forevermore. The, The word in the Greek is ever and ever. And ever and ever and ever. Oh, wait a minute. Jesus is in me and I'm in Him. I'm going to live for ever and ever and ever and ever. Devil, you're a liar. I, I'm not defeated. I, I'm not going to die in this situation. This situation is not going to control me. Come on. I have the living one, the Zoe kind of one in my life. Notice what Jesus said. He said, I am, once again, alive forevermore. He said, amen. Will you say amen this morning? Amen. Meaning, yes, so be it. Jesus, I believe that you are the Zoe kind of life. Amen. And have the keys, notice this, mark it down in your Bible, right on the table of your heart, and have the keys of hell and of death. Now, this key means the ability to lock. i let that sink in just for a minute. See, if I'm walking in the truth, and if I'm walking in the light, and I'm walking by faith, and all of these things, I start to understand that these feelings that the devil is working in my life, how big of a lie they are. See, the devil's a play actor. the The, the word in the in the Greek is uh, hypocritos. It's where we get our word hypocrite. The devil's a hypocrite. He he does one thing, but he says something else. All right, so he he works by being a bully. He works by deception. So here we have the understanding that Jesus said, I'm the one that locks death. I'm the one that locks hell. Come on, how many times has the devil work something in your life and try to picture, create an image of fear? Oh, oh here comes death. He's gonna control me. He's gonna, he's gonna have his way in my life. Here here comes hell. I'm gonna go through the hell like I never went through before. And if I come in agreement with that... So he, so Jesus said, I've got the keys that shuts, that locks those things off. So many times I've accepted the devil's lies in my own life. I can't speak for you, but I can speak for me. And I cause myself a lot of heartache. And I have the keys of hell and of death. So uh, I, I've got to understand that. So hold your place there and we may come back. But let's turn over to the uh, third chapter. And let's understand this this just a little bit better. Verse number 7, Revelation 3, 7. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia. Now, uh, th- this is what come to me this morning. You know, Philadelphia means brotherly love. But as I was pr- praying in the spirit there trying to figure out what to do, uh, the, the, the Lord was impressing on me how by his love that you and I have the opportunity to, to, to go and get back what the devil has stole from us. It, it, it's by that love. It's, it's, see, you and I, we know that Scripture says that Jesus is the firstborn among many brethren. So it's the love that Jesus has for you and I. He is our brother. He's our Lord. He's our savior. He, he I mean, he's all these things. But see, and we'll talk about that maybe tonight. I, until I meet Jesus in a certain way, I don't know him in that direction. And if I don't know him in that direction, I don't know that he'll work in my life in that direction. Amen. But so we need to see that he, he is, he is much more than just savior, though praise God he is savior. But he's the one that is alive, and he's the one that wants to give us some things. He said, and to the church in Philadelphia, this this church of love, right? these things saith he that is holy. Aren't you glad? He that is true. He that hath what? The key of David. He that openeth, and no man shutteth, and shutteth, and no man openeth. Aren't you glad that the devil can't do what he's telling you he can do? He's a liar. Jesus said in John 8, 44, that the devil was not only a liar, but he was the father of lies. So you and I, we need to know that Jesus said that as his sheep, we could hear his voice. And that other voice we didn't have to follow. So, so I need to break out of that pattern. I'm talking to myself because sometimes that voice seems so true. Yeah, I mean, it paints a picture. It seems so real. It seems like, oh, this is just exactly the way it's got to be. No, I need to renounce that voice in Jesus' name. I need to come back to this Word, this this living Word, this this Jesus, and let Him speak to me. So He, he He's He's got something He wants to open in our lives, and He's got some things He wants to shut. So this morning, I, I want you to let the Spirit of God deal with you and start showing you these doors. And as He shows you these doors, I want, I want you to see that the situations in your life or your family or your, your, your neighbors or whatever the God is dealing with you about this morning, that Jesus wants to open up some things to you, but to be able to open up those things, you and I have got to allow Him to close some other things. Amen. I can't walk through two doors at once. See, see, keys are so important. This, uh, um, past week you know our vehicle's been tore up for a couple of weeks now and, and and so we've been using uh, Kayla's car and um uh, and so uh you know she's having to go to the doctor twice a week but with this uh, diabetic pregnancy and all this stuff and and so it, it's it's kind of nerve-wracking trying to keep everything going lined out like we're supposed to and so uh uh Donna uh was going to take her to the doctor and. uh and she come in and uh uh to uh, to get something to drink and then to pick up Kayla. And uh when she went to leave, the keys were gone. I mean couldn't couldn't find the car keys, looked everywhere, I mean, uh you know, and and, and time and actually this had the, the keys were lost on the day that it was supposed to be at, at Justin's work for something else. I, I believe I don't. know, It's so confusing. But anyway, she couldn't, couldn't find the keys for nothing, and so you can't do anything if you don't have your keys. But thank God, Tory come and uh, and uh, to, took kind of the got him, got them lined out. Got to the doctor, right? Uh, you know, however it worked out, it, it, it worked out because you know God. If if we'll allow God, He'll help us one way or the other. If we can't take care of ourselves, He'll send somebody in our life, and so I'm thankful for that. But the point is, don't let the devil take your keys. Don't let him, don't let him tell you that you don't have authority to use those keys. Don't let, because if, if you realize what's in your hand, and if you'll use what's in your hand, you're gonna be able to, to, to close a door that the enemy's trying to, uh, put around you, uh, control you, manipulate you, and you're gonna get into the door of life. Uh, the door that God has for you this morning. Amen? Okay. In closing, go to the Gospel of Matthew chapter 16. Matthew chapter sixteen. You know all of these verses, so don't let your familiarity of these verses say, "Oh well, no." The the word of God is is alive to you and I. It's 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 not just something of the past. It's 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 for us to live by every day. Amen. Matthew chapter sixteen. Here Jesus is is talking, um, and he asks that question, "Who am I?" And, and Peter tells him, "You're Christ, the Son of uh, of the Living God." But I want you to see. Oh uh, what uh verse seventeen. Matthew sixteen, seventeen. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou Simon Bar Jonah. And I I know we've taught it, but in case somebody might not have grabbed it, everybody don't grab everything every time. Simon, fully translated, means hearing. And so you notice he didn't call him Peter. He called him Simon because Simon means hearing. So Peter here is in a in a supernatural spiritual mode. He's hearing by what bar Jonah bar Jonah bar means son Jonah means dove. So Peter here is the hearing son of the dove and and so when you and i hear by the holy ghost we can hear revelations that we've never heard before we can hear truth that we've never heard before and then we can come in agreement with that truth and we can speak it out of our own mouth and when we speak it out of our own mouth that promise is not for someone else it's for us amen and jesus answered and said to him blessed are thou simon barjona for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee but my father which is in heaven." Here's this anointing revelation. Uh, and I say unto thee, thou art Peter. Uh, and Peter means a piece of the rock. Upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now notice what happens. Verse 19. And I will give unto thee. Come on. Come on. You're a piece of the rock. Everybody that is a believer is a piece of the rock. Because we're building our life on the foundation, Jesus Christ. He is that rock. And so uh, if you have the anointing to hear, and you do this morning or you wouldn't be here, then you need to see that that, that he's talking to you. And, and you need to say, I've got these keys. And I will give unto thee the keys of, ki- of the kingdom of heaven. Now, Jesus has the keys of hell and death. But he allows us to, in him and through him, use them. Uh, but here, he's literally gave you possession. Wow. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever I shall bind on earth. See, we want want Jesus to do the binding. We want Jesus to do the. Jesus, you do it. No, he said, I've done my work. It is finished. I've set an example. You go, therefore, and follow my example. So I need to see, okay, here's the door of, of, of hell that's trying to create havoc in me and my family, in me and my, uh, my loved ones, in, in, in my life. There's, there, there's hell. Wait a minute. The kingdom of heaven is over the kingdom of hell. Here's death trying to work in a situation. Oh, wait a minute. I, 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 I've got the keys of the kingdom. Jesus said, I am alive. For, I'm the Zoe kind of life. That, that's above death. So we've got to operate in this. And I will give unto thee the, the keys of the kingdom. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So we need to take authority. We need to, we need to close some things off in, in the, in the doors of hell and death. We need to go into the the door of the of the kingdom, and we need to take what God has gave to us and make application we We, we need to put uh by the name of jesus put the devil in his place. Amen. see the, the devil has to bow at the name of jesus right jesus said in my name in my name they shall cast out devils in other words that that's authority- Je- Jesus said by the finger of God. That he cast them out, but then in Mark 16 he gave you and I the ability to do that. And so the devil is is, is working. Now, I don't know what happened yesterday afternoon in some of your lives, but the devil w- was trying to work something very strong, and he ha- and he has a uh, an agenda. And if you don't take authority over that, if you don't respond to this, then he's going to keep amplifying that. He's going to keep magnifying that. He's going to keep working it. And so we're not going to do that. We're going to do what God said to do. Amen. Now, this morning, I want you to make this prophetic degree with me. Uh, you and I, we need to say that that I am, in Jesus, a part of the delivery. Come on. I am a part of the delivery. See, God wants to raise up David's. He wants to raise up Deborah's. Come on. There wasn't a man in the, in the whole place of Israel that would do anything, so God raised up and he anointed a Deborah. Come on. She stood up and she said, I'll do it, yeah, but here's what I'm going to do if I do it. Come on, God will use whoever. Say, I'm a whoever. He, he anointed David. Come on, to take down a giant. So it doesn't matter what is in your life. And in my life, there is an, a key. That key is in the anointing of the kingdom that will take down things out of your life and my life. But we got to be like a Gideon. We've got to go into the enemy's camp. And we've got to take back everything that's been stolen from us. Let me read one more verse and we'll close. Go with me to 1 Samuel. Let's look at Jonathan real quick. Jonathan, 1 Samuel 14. Now it came to pass upon a day that Jonathan and the the son of Saul said unto his young man that bare his armor, Come, let us go over to the Philistines' garrison that is on the other side. But he told not his father. Uh, He couldn't tell him because he's working with the devil. See, some things you just can't tell. Amen? You you just got to trust the Lord and do what he would have you to do. And Saul tarried in the utter... Uh, most part of Gibeah under a pomegranate tree which is in Migron you need to look all these words up and the people that were with him were about 600 men think about it and Ahiah, the son of Ahatob Echabob's brother remember what Echabob means Don't let the glory depart, amen? Hold on to the glory of God. The son of Phinehas, the son of Eli, the Lord's priest in Shiloh wearing an ephod. And the people knew not that Jonathan was gone. Now, Jonathan, uh, here he shows how he's willing to go into the enemy's camp and do what needs to be done when other people won't do it. He's doing this for all of Israel. That means this morning, if you don't have something to go and get for yourself... You can go get it for somebody else. Amen. Now stay with me. Just a couple more and I'll let you go. And between the verse four and between the passages, which by which Jonathan sought to go over under the Philistines garrison. Come on. That's, that's where they <clears throat> housed everything that garrison. That's a, that's a storehouse. Notice this. There was a sharp rock on the one side and a sharp rock on the other side. Now mark that down. Every time, that God gets ready to pour out his anointing and to reveal Jesus, guess what? The devil's going to be right there. Mark it down. When you get a revelation, when you get an unction, when you get a direction in your life, the devil's going to be there and say, hath God really said? How do we know that? Look at these names. Uh, And the name on the one side was Boaz. Boaz means to be shining from being bleached white. Come on, you and I, we've been made white. Our righteousness was as filthy rags. But now you and I, we are white as snow because of the blood of Jesus. Amen. And the name of the other was Sina. Sina means thorns. It means to prick. See the analogy? Everywhere Jesus is at work. If the devil's not at work in your life, Something's wrong. In other words, don't let, don't be discouraged because you're, it seems like the devil's always active in your life. That just means that you are a threat to what God wants, uh, to what the, God wants to do through you to the kingdom of darkness. Amen? The, 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 the devil, he's gonna be there at the level of the anointing, the level of revelation, the level of truth that God's working in your life. Verse 5, the forefront of the one was situated northward against Mikmash and the other hidden, uh, Mikmash means hidden, and the other, other southward towards Gibeah. And Jonathan said to the young man that bare his armor, Come, let us go over unto the garrison of the uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us, uh, for there is no restraint to the Lord to save by many or by few. Now notice this, verse 7. And the armor bearer said unto him, do all that is in thy heart. Turn thee, behold, I am with thee according to thy heart. The armor bearer here is a type of the Holy Ghost. That's what the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God is not going to do it for you and I. Come on, he's our helper. He's our guide. He's our inspiration. He's our truth. He's our work in our life. So you and I, let's go to the things that's hidden, those things that's behind the door that the devil has seemingly still stolen from us. And let's take the keys of the kingdom and let's bring it back this morning. If you don't have peace in a situation, come on, use those keys. If you don't have provision, use those keys. If you don't have healing, use those keys. If you don't have deliverance, use those keys. Amen. It's available to us this morning. But you've got to go get it. I've got to to go get it. Nobody can do it for you. But you can do it. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, to the best of my ability, I've spoke out of my spirit what you have dropped in there. I thank you, Lord, that you would allow me and this wonderful group of people to hear your heart this morning. Lord, I don't know about them. I don't know what they're thinking because I don't have the mind that you have, but I am in awe. I I just want to publicly say I am in awe of you this morning because of what you have just done. You have brought revelation. you brought understanding that I have never seen before, and I asked you that you would touch each one of us this morning. Help us. Help us to be able to Take the keys, those things that has been given to us and and let us stop living like a beggar. Let us stop living below our means. Let today be the day that, that we accept and receive something afresh from you. Oh... I saw the enemy as that thorn, that Cena, that sharp evil stone that we just read about. I, I, I saw him going and he's popping balloons. Those balloons are helium balloons and, and they're your prayers. They're your faith that's trying to, to go to heaven right now. And the devil's trying to pop those balloons and say, well, that's for, get you to agree that that's for somebody else for, some, for another time. No, it's not. This message is for you this morning, and this is your time. Behold, today is the day of salvation. Not just salvation of your spirit, praise God for that, but salvation of your soul, salvation of your body, salvation of your promises that's been given unto you. Amen? Would you come this morning? And say, devil, you're not touching my balloon. You're not touching the promises of God in my life. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna receive everything that the Lord would have for, for me this morning. Would you come and let us pray with you? Now, I told you as we started, this will only work if you'll cooperate with the Spirit of God. Now, I, I, I've cooperated with Him the best I can. I tell you what, this is, uh, you may think this is easy. It's not easy on the flesh. This is hard on, 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 on the flesh, but it's, it's easy to entreat in our spirit. Please this morning, don't miss out on what God would have for you. We could just have a normal church. Or I could have these sermons printed out and you could just read it as we preached it out and, and we could just have a normal, normal church service and probably have the building full. But that ain't what God wants. God wants to, He wants to minister fresh to each person every service that we come in here. Hallelujah.